Welcome everyone to uh, my Imagination to Creation series. I'm Shelby C, an intern and artist at Spur. Along with me, we have Deepti Dutt, the co-founder of Spur. Um, Spur is a passion economy startup that is launched in 2020 with the mission to support creators to launch their business online and help them build their community of fans. Today, we have invited Deepak Dutt and Akshay Putel for part two of our discussion on crypto and creator economy. Um, Deepak Dutt is the founder and the CEO of Segra, a decentralized AI-powered cybersecurity startup. Um, in his latest role, he has authored over 15 patents over uh, pending and granted in the payment authentication and behavioral biometric space. With over 100 citations from some of the largest payment players um, from PayPal to Square and Google. We also have Akshay Putel with us today. He is a crypto specialist and student at the University of Berkeley in the management, entrepreneurship and technology program, pursuing a dual degree in EECS plus business. And part one of the podcast with Deepak and Akshay earlier, uh, we have discussed some basic understanding of what is crypto and how it relates to the crypto to the creator economy. If you have missed our last conversation, please check out Spotify for the full podcast and Substack blog for the summary of the podcast. Um, let's start our conversation by getting a bit deeper into how crypto launched in the creator economy, its challenges, and how crypto can be used to solve some of the issues. Sounds good. Um, Shelby, um, before mm-hmm. I start, sorry, we should have done this um, previously. Um, I just want to make sure that um, um, this room is open uh, for everyone. Um, I think I did that. When I checked earlier, it looks like perfect. It okay. is open for everyone. Okay, thank you. Um, thanks, Shelby. Um, thanks again, Akshay and Deepak, for joining in the second series. Um, we did get a lot of great feedback about the first one. Um, we have a blog out there, um, so. Um, so with um, more people asking for it, I think this is our second series uh, on crypto for creator economy. Probably I'll kickstart um, talking a little bit, you know, um, about creator economy. So um, actually, do you want to just kick off by saying what you think about um, creator economy? Yeah. So I think the creator economy includes like the independent content creators, curators, and also the community builders, um, including like social media influencers, bloggers, and videographers. And so this also includes like the software and financing tools that are designed to help them grow and also will help with monetization. Great. Um, so what? So we have been hearing about this crypto um, economy slash passion economy for some time now. With everything going on, um, what do you think the trajectory would be for the uh, the, the creator economy? Well, so just like a few years ago, right? Podcasting, YouTube channels, and blogging, blog like blogging were kind of the main aspects of the creator economy. But over the past decade or so, we've seen kind of a increase in um, different types of creators popping up. So this was through uh, various social media apps like Vine and more recently TikTok that has kind of helped grow the economy to not only those who um, 
do this as a full-time job, but also to kind of help include smaller creators who can get started up quickly on platforms um, such as TikTok and Vine. Um, thanks, Akshay. Um, so, Deepak, any take on that? Uh, I, I can definitely add to that, right? I think the, and the creator economy has kind of been building over the last several years, uh, as we saw, uh, initially using platforms such as YouTube and, uh, you know, TikTok and the others. Um, it started off with initially some people coming in, getting some following, and being starting, you know, starting to start monetizing that from an advertisement perspective. I think that those were kind of early days when creators were coming in, starting to uh, make, uh, at least building their communities and starting to monetize them a bit. And what's happened over the last uh, few years is as, this, you know, as some people started making money, that started luring a lot more creators into the, into the space, trying to monetize on their hobbies and their passions, right? And that's been kind of growing quite significantly over the past little while. Um, but I think how it was initially all structured was the platforms were retaining a lot of that value. Uh, and, and what we are so, uh, seeing more and more as we go into uh, the, the, the passion economy space and the creator economy being a success, a subset of that is more and more tools are coming to support these creators. Um, and what would be interesting to see kind of going forward from here is how do creators retain more of their value uh, and start making sustainable living. So I think that that's going to be the more exciting part of uh, where this creator economy can really take off. Um, from a timing perspective, it's great. We are having technologies like crypto and uh, uh, associated uh, technologies come into play. And um, my thought is this is going to let the creator economy uh, go to the next level. And uh, the pandemic's been a great inflection point that's really put it on steroids. Interesting. That gives me a great segue. Um, you know, how you mentioned about the platform retaining a lot of the value. Um, a lot of thought leaders who was you know, the initial thought leaders of creator economy and, you know, subsequent uh, thought leaders, they all talk about democratization um, of opportunity for creators in the creator economy. What's your take on that? What For, for you, what does it mean when somebody says, you know, we are democratic? democratization, democratizing um, opportunity. Sure, I, I, I can take a first uh, stab at it. Um, so I, I think, see, initially when we started off, the creators needed to have specialized equipment and cameras and um, all, all kinds of uh, things to get started, right? And what, what we have seen is, again, technology moving the way it is and uh, all these different tools becoming available, including high-end cameras available on smartphones uh, and such, it's anybody could be a creator. I think that's the real uh, democratization piece. Uh, anybody with a laptop or, or an iPad or a smartphone um, can quickly become a creator, right? I, I, I think just start monetizing on their hobbies. Uh, so that, uh, from, a, from a democratization perspective, that has happened. And now we have seen almost 50 million creators who have joined the, um, the, the overall ecosystem, right? So some, some people are maybe full-time uh, working on it and creating a life uh, around that. Then there are part-time people, and then there are occasionals. Right? So they come and then uh, do it for a little, while, a little while, if you may, 
right? So, uh, but from a true democratization perspective, anybody can be a creator and uh, anybody can create their own communities. And also kind of going off of that, this kind of branches to this upcoming kind of middle class of the creator economy. So right now, um, or previously, a lot of um, the creators that are able to truly build a sustainable revenue off of the creator economy have the bins, the ones that kind of got to market first and already had a large following. And so they could build off of that and actually sustain on uh, platforms such as YouTube and Spotify. But for a new started, a new kind of creator to break onto these platforms is getting hard, much harder and harder because YouTube right now, I believe they retain like 50% of the ad revenue and around only like 1.6% of the top um, music creators are able to sustain and also actually generate profit from platforms such as Spotify. Right. Um, so, um, you know, I keep reading that still that uh, in a top one person or two person are the ones who are really making revenue. Um, do you uh, believe that, you know, there could be, um, a, you know, a big disruption happening where um, we could for uh, we could really create a middle class out of this creator economy? Actually, or Deepak, anyway. Yeah, I can take it or actually you, you want to go? Which I, you got cut off. Could you repeat the question again? Sure, definitely. Um, so um, we, you know, uh, we, you know, we have read stats that um, it's usually the top one or two percent of creators uh, that's making most of the revenue, and we are, you know, we have not gotten there where we can build a strong middle class in the creator economy. Um, what you know? What is your take on that? Is that possible? And if so, is, what are some of the major gaps that we have to get? Yeah. So definitely, I do believe it's possible, and also it's gonna actually lead to the uh, inclusion of many different other sectors uh, into the creator economy, such as the tech sphere and more of the entertainment creators as well. Um, so, but right now to be able to sustain that, we definitely do need to reduce the barrier um, for kind of like these middle class or maybe more of the people who are pursuing their passions in the passion economy to kind of be able to actually generate a sustainable revenue. But right now, the major barriers that are kind of popping up are the these big social media platforms that are acting as middlemen and actually not only... Uh, taking a part or full uh, ownership of the IP that these creators are creating, but also a large chunk of the revenue that they generate. So in order to kind of reduce these barriers, there's uh, there's been a traction of the democratization of the economy, which is coming um, a, long, a long way through crypto. I, I can give you my thoughts as well. Again, so we are seeing creators coming from different angles and they're coming from you know doing infographics or putting together how-to guides or uh, writing blog posts or even newsletters and such right so uh, so what we initially saw was a lot of journalists for example leaving you know uh, the, the traditional jobs and then going into writing newsletters um, and then creating a following and then monetizing on that following so i think the journey has begun in specific segments um, but the challenge remains for creators around uh, creating that community, right? So previously, people uh, was more of a gig kind of environment where you have these even even for for example e-commerce providers selling merchandise. It was not about creating the community, 
And I think that's a fundamental shift in thought that needs to happen. So I think for creators to become sustainable, they have to create that uh, community first and not start selling first, right? I mean, they might be able to sell other stuff. And that's why you see a lot of creators doing multiple different things uh, to sustain their living. So they might not just do one thing, but they might do five or six. So they might have multiple streams of income that together enable them to have a, you know, uh, enable them to become part of that middle class, right? So now what, what needs to happen is they need to create that community and, and comes back to what uh, uh, Spurs actually doing, right? It's around, is it those thousand fans? Is it those you know hundred super fans? What is it that uh, you need to create from a community perspective that's going to enable you to become um, to just, you know, create a sustainable living for yourself and then even more, right? So it's mm. I, I think the tools are becoming available now, and I think this is where crypto can play, play a very crucial role um, in, in enabling that to happen, right? I think so far that was extremely hard. Uh, because, uh, as you guys mentioned, right, around the platforms we're taking the, the, the core value uh, and you need to have, for example, if you have a thousand you know, followers or people, viewers of your channel, uh, you, you, know, you might make you know, five cents or maybe five, you know, up to five dollars. But most people just make five cents for a thousand views. So that's not really sustainable to create a, even a middle class living unless you have millions of followers. Right. So so th that's where I'm seeing where you know, crypto can play, play a very critical role where the different communities come together, be the creators or the producers or even consumers. They all come together to uh, support the, the, the uh, support each other. And that's a good movement, I see, for creators to kind of build upon to create sustainable living. Yeah, I would like to build upon that thought process, which both of you said, right? Um, how can crypto um, really help us solve some of the, the major gaps in the creator economy? Um, actually, any general thought on how, you know, um, crypto, so the, some of the major points I just heard you both mentioned is one is community formation. So do you want to just start from there? Like how can crypto be used for um, a, a community formation? Yeah, so going off of kind of the community problem, right? So right now, the main problem that the creator economy has with communities is that creators don't necessarily have direct channel to the communities that they're forming and are restricting are, and are restricted in terms of how they interact with them based on the platform that they're using. So suppose, let's say for YouTube, right? A lot of kind of these YouTubers with a large following are regardless of what level the fan is, um, the main channel that they have are just YouTube comments, right? Which a kind of consumer can kind of write down like their thoughts and comments on their like content they created. Um, and so through that, as you can see, like based on the platform, that channel is very restricted. So crypto can actually add a new dynamic to that through um, kind of a concept known as the decentralized autonomous organizations. So these are kind of um, known as a like a way for the creator to actually build essentially like a small economy with their um, consumers, right? So imagine like a shared bank account for communities, which are entirely digital. And it's easy for communities to act almost as like official co-ops or companies to build sustainable models for themselves. So this can be done through fungible tokens. So assume like a creator creates a creator economy or a creator coin which a super fan or someone can buy, right? And after obtaining X amount of coins, 
maybe they're led into a VIP event or kind of have a more private interaction with the creator. So crypto is truly adding that like new dynamic for creators to be able to uh, interact and like communicate with their communities how, in ways they want besides from like the kind of restricted channels that the platforms provide right now. Interesting. Deepak, anything? Cool. Uh, see, see, yeah, I think it, it comes back to the, you, you know, how we kind of segued into this around uh, having a sustainable living for creators. Um, and, and I think this entire movement, especially from a crypto perspective, solves a lot of these fundamental problems, right? Because you know, creators have not been able to you know, create sustainable living from their creativity or their intellectual property because it has all been commoditized, right? Especially in the digital world. Um, because of all that information is available, then people are not attuned to pay for anything, right? Because it's been all driven by advertisement. They've been used to just getting things for free. Um, there's, you know, the value for the IP or intellectual property created by the creators have have considerably been, you know, devalued, right? And then, um, and then what happens to the communities that support these creators, right? Because um, if, if you know, uh, how, how do creators, you know, motivate? A community to be formed around them, especially as newer and newer creators come. The biggest challenge they've been facing is how do I create a community? Um, you know, and the challenge there has been um, there was no effective way of you know, creating that community upfront. I think crypto solved a specific problem around that, as actually kind of touched upon it from a fungible token perspective. Um, so now creators can create coins and for people who want to really support that creator can now participate in that. As the creator grows in value, these coins grow in value and so does, so does the value that is held by the community that supported this creator early days on, right? Because if you look at it, some, you know, in the traditional world, some creators have millions of followers. But what about those core people that joined early on, right? I was the first supporter. I, uh, how do you motivate such people to come on board and have some satisfaction that they, they supported you? And how do you help them now become part of this economy and then uh, you know, grow along with you? Right? I think that is where crypto can again help. And then it all comes down to the, 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 the financial aspect of things. How do you create a completely decentralized system that is not run on traditional rails, including... Uh, the, the you know the from, from the ones from the PayPal's and the and the traditional um, card networks because again that is also very exploitive for the creators because every time you kind of go through you spend ten dollars the creators end up getting let's say eight dollars right so so there's tremendous loss of value there even so that's a twenty percent cut um, going through these networks right and all paying all the middlemen in between so now when when that really goes up a tremendous amount of value is just gone. Right. Um, so I think that is where the third angle of things come in from a, 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 a decentralized financial perspective, where this could be run on rails that don't take away so much value from that uh, overall network. Right. So if this kind of, um, you know, this, this kind of trade can happen uh, peer to peer, then a lot of value would be retained. And people who are actually part of the ecosystem uh, would, would um, essentially enjoy the benefits. So people who come in early on. So I think that is what's fundamentally different, right? Because if you're able to build a community by providing them uh, these kind of fungible tokens so that there's you know, value for them that is created um, and, and then they kind of grow in value as, it, as the creator's value grows up, 
and they also get a lot of pride in doing that, right? Um, so I think that's where crypto has created a, a lot of very interesting things like uh, NFTs, non-fungible tokens, as actually alluded to, which enables them to um, digitally store and uh, showcase their value. So instead of the IP getting stolen, it, it, what we're talking about here is it could be done in, in, a very, in a digital fashion where the ownership is retained of that asset. So anybody who looks at that digital piece of asset, they know, okay, it belongs to this creator. So this creator has then sold it to this fan. Now that fan has sold it to a few other people. So, and as it keeps on going, in the previous world, the creators never made any money from, from subsequent sales. But the way the, 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 the crypto pieces can be programmed today is every time that is sold, a piece of that goes back to the original creators. And it might also, you can even program in such a way that it might also, some of the value also go to the people who have supported those creators along the way, right? So everybody in the ecosystem is now motivated to contribute back and that will now increase the value overall for everybody. So it's not a win-lose kind of situation, right? It's about everybody winning together as they support the creator. So I think that is uh, you know, going to have profound effect in, in how the creator economy kind of grows from now. Uh, and, and, and tons and tons of opportunities from even a financial perspective, from a decentralized financial perspective, is all, all the fun things that you can do with it, uh, because now you can do uh, lending on that. Previously, it was centralized platforms that was doing all, all the lending. So again, the platforms retain all the value there, right? Now, because that, is, that can be decentralized, people on the network, be it the creators or their communities of fans, they can now... Um, profit from that and retain and retain majority of the value within that network, uh, and I think that that is a profound change that will put the creator economy on the right rails. Great, um, th th that's you know such great information from both of you. Um, actually, both of you touched on both uh, monetization and. Um, this ownership piece, right? One of the challenges that personally I've had, so I, and day in and out, I talk to creators, right? Um, talking this concept of ownership, why they should have an ownership on their work. Um, to your point, we are all used to a world where we got everything for free, right? You go to YouTube, you have whatever you want for free. You know, um, what is what is a simple way to explain to creators that you know, it is very important to think of ownership and um, you know, just just experience-wise, it's a very hard concept to convince. So um, you just talked about how um, they you know they can make money every time a transaction happens um, and their uh, ecosystem as well. But you know, in in simple terms, how would you how would you um, you know explain to creators that you should now start thinking about ownership as uh, you know as with the same importance as that of sales. Yeah, so actually ownership and kind of like the monetization aspects go hand in hand in terms of um, creators the, that actually distribute on these like platforms such as YouTube, um, like majority of the content, like YouTube actually has a 45-55 split in terms of like the ad monetization. So that's already like a large chunk of revenue that they're already missing out on. Um, another kind of like aspect of this going off the YouTube example could be, let's say if, uh, like some content or something that you create, 
doesn't match with the YouTube guidelines, it gets immediately demonetized and you don't get any of the proceeds from um, any of the content you create. So this kind of goes back to like while uh, retaining full ownership of whatever the content you create. So let's say in like a different use case of if a platform or if someone kind of launched their own personal branding, they'd be actually able to reap in all of the benefits without a kind of middleman taking um, a large section of their revenue. And so kind of as you can see, like these payments are very exploitive to creators by the existing social platforms. Great. That fifty-five forty-five is should be pretty motivating. Go ahead, yeah. Deepak. Well, yeah, see, see, uh, that, that's an interesting point, and, and comes down to a few things, right? I mean, uh, monetizing on on YouTube has been effective for people with you know, large fan bases, right? You need you need to have so 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 the number of people who can really monetize on them are very little. So that is that percentage of you know ten percent of the overall creators maybe make an extremely good living because they have created the community, they have enough more fans, so they're able to generate a lot of revenues out of that. So when new creators come on board, it comes back to the community. They, you know, it's easy for us to tell them, yeah, sure, build up the community and you can make a sustainable living out of that. Sure, they want to create a sustainable living, they want to pursue their passions and make a, a life out of that, but community creation from their perspective is extremely hard. Right? It's from, from, like, yeah, you could tell them, okay, NFTs exist and this uh, FD exists and decentralized um, uh, autonomous subjects exist. So you could tell them, but they are lost. That's, that, you know, they, they, that's not their core value proposition, right? So how do you, how, you know, how do you get around this, right? How do, you, how do I build my community? So I think it's about building that community that needs to be talked about, right? And, and the real motivation for that is, do you want to create a sustainable living out of this or is it just a hobby? Is it full time? Is it part time or is it occasional? It comes back to those three different categories. So if they are motivated to create a living out of that, but they might be stuck in between. How do I create my community, but I need to have a living. So how do you bridge that gap? Right. So you have to slowly create your community um, and, and, you know, you have to provide them the right kind of tools to enable it super simple for them. Right. I mean, YouTube is extremely simple, but how do you create a platform that is extremely simple from, you know, from a crypto perspective? And it's just they're able to click certain things and, and, and there is a guide for them to kind of follow through on creating their own communities. Right. So that support system that is absolutely needed early on uh, is absolutely critical um, for them to be successful, because that is why a lot of them tend to go into marketplaces. So if you look at people who don't have a lot of fans, they're starting out, they tend to go to marketplaces uh, where they, are, they don't have to worry about all these things. They say, okay, I'm, I'm there, I'm, I have some time, I'm going to monetize on my time. Right? That's why they kind of tend into marketplaces and marketplace kind of retains a lot of value, but they are the ones that are doing all the uh, marketing and the advertisements and such. Right? But people, um, as they, you know, uh, who have a lot, you know, quite a bit of fan bases, they are fine. They're about creating that brand. So how do you bridge the gap between creators who don't have any communities, how do you get them going? Because they really want to do it, right? They're really passionate about what they do. They are on that journey, they are, you know, and they're taking baby steps. But how do you handhold them from that to creating those fans, uh, making it super simple for them so that they're able to get onto the right rails, right? I think 
that is what needs, you know, that is what's going to get the creator economy going is that initial group of new creators coming on board. How do you make it super simple? Like Shopify did it for the e-commerce world and said, oh, just we, we provide the tools. You can even source it from these, you know, um, different countries. You can buy it for cheap and you can sell it for a higher place. And if you don't have the initial um, community, then we will help you publish into marketplaces, right? So they started doing a lot of that handholding um, to start helping merchants early on from the, the, the inception stage to the middle mid phase to the, you know, becoming a, a larger merchant, if you may, right? So I think it's similarly in a, in a, in a, in a, in a creator-led economy, when you're coming through with crypto and complicated technology from a creator perspective, how do you make it super simple so that you can handhold them from the initial journey on to creating the community? So because once the community is formed, then they are, they're totally in charge, right? Because they're, they're comfortable, they have enough people who are paying, then they can add more and more services on them. But that, if you don't solve that initial critical piece, it'll lead to something called creator burnout. Right? Because they'll say, okay, I might as well just take up a job or, or something that pays because I just don't know how to do it and this is way complicated. Yeah, I agree. Um, community formation is easier said than done, right? Especially community from which you can monetize. That, that, that growth is, um, is you know, uh, the, 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 there's a big growth there that needs to happen there. And that's where Spur is trying to um, you know, experiment um, what we call um, the business shower where we are committed to getting any new creators at, at least um, 25, um, you know, 20 to 25 um, initial monetizable customers. So, yeah, I agree, Deepak. It's, it's that initial community, not people who just click the likes or shares, um, but instead who, who can, you know, who, uh, who believed in the creators and uh, the creator can monetize, um, it's, it's huge. Exactly. I mean, you got to make that super simple, right? How do you get them started? And I think the business shower is a great idea on how you can kind of get them onboarded on, uh, build up, because it, starting a business is a very uh, lonely affair, if you may, right? So how do you make it a bit more fun? How do you provide the right community around that? Um, and then keep that going because you need to provide some additional coaching. And this is where other parts of uh, the, the, the economy can come into play. And this is where the community can really help because how do you bring in other people who have been there, done that, um, at least from an entrepreneurial perspective, and then provide that additional context, right? And how do you reward them with something like spur coins? Right? So you've got to provide them with things like spur coins so you bring in the right kind of people to help out. And there is motivation there because... As far grows, so does the community around it, be it the business coaches or be it the creators, um, the overall ecosystem can grow. Yeah, that's a very interesting fact. Um, one thing um, I would like to go back and, um, uh, you know, um, poke around is you talked about how, you know, um, crypto can be used uh, to bypass some of the problems that we currently have with um, all the payment gateways right, um, PayPal or Stripe. Um, can, can you elaborate on that, please? Yeah, so... Yeah, go ahead, actually. Uh, yeah, so, like, one major problem is definitely kind of the service charge, right? A, lot, a large chunk of any um, kind of that revenues that's been brought in by the courses and, like, other content that the creators take or um, kind of 
the pledges of uh, super fans to the creators as uh, a chunk of it has been taken by like Stripe and like these other gateways, which causes um, issues as like it's just less value um, retained by the creator. Another issue is um, that a lot of these like payment gateways might not be accessible for some fans in different countries. So it's that aspect of um, kind of like foreign fans trying to support someone abroad and vice versa. So a lot of these issues can actually be solved by crypto as um, the payment, like the core concepts that the blockchain is kind of formed on is the decentralized aspect. So that can allow payment from any country and also kind of the creator gets uh, the transaction is peer to peer instead of going through a middleman. Yeah, yeah, that's no, 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 a no. that's a living pain points for has right. So um, that's that's one big reason, initial reasons I would say that uh, Spurs started looking into the crypto space. Um, go ahead. And I think I think see as I mentioned before, crypto brings in a lot of um, different interesting points, right? So uh, payments is just one of them, and it's a real one because uh, as uh, creators are facing today the payment gateways do t definitely take a lot of cut out of the overall proceeds, right? And that might be because of fraud happening, um, because of you know, security uh, issues involved and such. And that is where a lot of fundamental power of the blockchain comes into play, right? So uh, because it's getting written into every single node, every single transaction is getting written into every single node, there is a lot of transparency across, right? And, and as it goes through these different nodes, kind of bypassing the banks, um, which again um, provides a lot of efficiency, right? Because there's a, it's a more of a peer-to-peer -peer kind of network and everybody can see every, all, all the transactions. Um, it, there's, there's a lot of security and fraud detection kind of built into the overall uh, network itself, right? And that's why you've seen kind of Bitcoin kind of take off in a big way. Um, and uh, a, a lot of people kind of putting their weight behind Bitcoin, right? Um, and we are seeing more and more new blockchains coming out that's solving more, uh, you know, some of the issues around gas fees and the, uh, the amount of energy it takes for uh, mining these new nodes and such. But um, I think as it gets more and more efficient, what we have even seen is initial days, uh, it was used for a lot of money remittances so that uh, instead of a 15% wire cost that goes across traditional networks, crypto was able to kind of bring it down to 0.1%, right? So that is a tremendous amount of savings. So 15% to 0.1%, that is a tremendous amount of saving, right? It's just from a point of payments perspective. Um, I, I think the rails can be done in such a way that, uh, um, you know, very little amount just you know, goes on serving the, serving the nodes and more values kind of retained uh, within the within the network, so payments are interesting. It solves a, a few of the some of the problems around, um, you, you know, um, not having access to bank bank accounts, uh, but also you have to kind of take a look at, you know, know your customer kind of uh, capabilities or own identity and such. So cer there's certain things that needs to still get done, but overall the efficiency really goes up, and the uh, the the, the uh, amount of um, money that's taken away by the payment gateways are highly reduced because of the inbuilt uh, strength of the blockchains. Great. Um, you know, I should say a very, very interesting conversation with both of you. Um, actually, with that, I would just uh, would like to ask um, anybody in the audience have any questions?
please raise your hands and we'll get you onto the stage. Okay. With that, um, it's a half an hour conversation. I, I'm, I'm pretty sure. Um, we, um, have, we have Bindu raising hands. Oh, Bindu raising hands? Okay. Yeah. Um, sorry. It's done. Shelby, can you... Um, yeah, I've just invited her okay. to the stage. Hello? Hey? Yeah, Bindu, we can hear you. Go ahead, please. Yeah, I don't have any any question as such. I just wanted to say how motivating the session was, uh, both from uh, quite informative as deeply said. I just wanted to uh, second that. That's all. Yeah, it, it was indeed, right? Like, you know, uh, yeah, um, th there's uh, tons of, um, it, there's a long way to go in creator economy. Um, True. We, um, we, you know, we live and breathe with the creators day in and out in Spur, and uh, we do see um, in uh, um, all the problems that you just discussed. And it's uh, it's amazing to hear how crypto could solve some of the problems in a very efficient way, um, because um, you know, when you talk about crypto uh, creator economy, um, each transactions it's not in you know. Yes, uh, it's not millions, right? So it's it's that. So every cost, um, every um, commission cost that we can reduce, it's going to be huge. Community is the ultimate for any creators. Um, so yeah, this this session has been you know very informative, very motivating. Thank you so much, both of you, for that. Um, Akshay and Deepak, uh, for the second session. Well, thank you for having us.